Today we will be talking about being young, gifted, and black in America. What's your name? Oh, I'm Journey, and this is Lucky. I'm Lucky. Yeah, this is the black episode, so... Literally, <laughs> already on to I said before we started filming <laughs> that I was feeling black today. So, so what does that mean? What What is that? Like, obviously, I feel and am black every day. Like, <laughs> sometimes you just wake up and you're like, I'm black. Like, I don't know. Like, I just was feeling really powerful in my blackness right now. When did you realize you were black? Oh. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Like, when did you realize that? Because you went to, what elementary school did you go to? Bexley. Was there a lot of white people? Yeah. Yeah. It so was like just me and Jason. Yeah. So like when did you realize that like you guys were different? Going to Beckford. But going like, to Beckford seeing like there was only like four black kids at, at, at yeah, Beckford. Same. So I don't know when I realized I was black. Cause I wouldn't say I realized I was black in elementary school, if that makes sense. It yeah. just felt like I was just that black kid. I understand. I had two black awakenings or maybe three. Okay, when? Well, I think it's interesting because we grew up in the Obama era so mm. we kind of grew up being like black people can do anything like black there's a black president but like mm. even him being a black president there was Wasn't. still so much surrounding yeah. like it was such a problem and like thinking even thinking that in like 2009 I think it was going to school was such a problem like because I went to school first at a French emergent school and I was like the only black girl and I was the only American girl and or maybe there's like two there's like another black girl. It was like me and another girl. But I remember feeling like this is weird. And like, I don't know why it's weird. Like, it's weird because I look like this and they look like that. And also, I'm not from where they're from. Like, there's just so many differences here and we just don't connect. There's just not a connection there. And then we, I went to Sierra and the only I was the only black. There, there was two black girls and like two black boys. Mm -hmm. And... I was the most chocolate of the black girls. And like, that's another experience in its own, like being the chocolate one. Yeah. And then I think I realized I was different in their eyes because they would always call me sassy. Mm. And I did not like that word. Being called sassy is not, I don't know what that means though. I, what does it mean? That was, okay, that was the first nickname I had for my Spanish teacher in seventh grade. It was sassafras. Yeah. I was like, why are you calling me sassafras? But they always, I feel like they usually associate that word with black women. Mm -hmm. Just like, how we say things. Like, I came from Nobel. So I came, I was around a lot of like Hispanics. There wasn't really a lot of white people. So going to SC, I was like, oh, it kind of felt like back to elementary school in a way. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, this is a whole nother type of like private school, white kids. And I don't want to say it like that. Sounds a little rude but just a different type of environment. So maybe when I got to SC is when I realized, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You're you're black. You're black. But you're like, black. not just you're black, but you're the black one. Yeah, you're you're the black girl, girl. there. Yeah. You know? And then I met Lucky and then mm -hmm. made things a little better. But we were still those black girls. Yeah. I also felt like we were only friends because we were both black. <laughs> we weren't you told me that. We weren't friends at first because we liked each other. We were only friends at first because we were both black. Lucky said that. She was like, so there was this black girl. She's like, when I saw you, I was like, oh my God, another black girl. So you I have, have to go to talk friends. to her just for the culture at first. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, yeah, you know, it's what it is now. Mm -hmm. but, but I think 
when I sassy is like another word. Cause you know what? I just I just did it in my mind right now. I just did the math. Sassy, like you know the stereotype of like the angry black woman. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of substitute that word sassy for angry. For when you're younger. Yeah, when you're younger. When you're when you're older, you can get called angry black woman. But being called sassy is cute. I don't necessarily remember doing anything that young that was like sassy. Like I don't remember being that. But I think like when you stand up for yourself or when you say things against what other people say, yeah, you or you have just a different sassy. attitude about you and you're black, they're like, oh, she's sassy. Or loud. Yeah, or loud. Yeah, I was called mm-hmm. loud. But I was loud. loud. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty loud. I don't know. Was I sassy? Um, I would characterize you as sassy, but maybe that's me being like... You could learn saying yes. <laughs> but maybe that's like my... Uh, I guess I was sassy. I would... I characterize you as sassy now. But maybe I am too. Or maybe that's just like us... Are you sassy? I don't know. I don't even... I don't even give that word power anymore because they used to call <laughs> me that when I was... Like, I don't even want to accept it. Because yeah, they would no. say that when I was like six and seven because I was black. Anyway, in my hair. Do you think that defined you knowing that you were black? Like being called sassy? Yes. Because that I was like, sucks. why do I get sassy and the other girls get other words? Like, I don't get that. Yeah. Like, it was I was like, trying to oh, figure she's out. upset or she, you know, had a bad day instead of you're just being sassy, sassy today and you're being loud. Like, I was trying to understand why I got that word. And then after one moment, that was my character. Yeah. Like, everybody's like, sassy this, sassy that. Sassafras. I hate it. Like, I don't understand. I didn't understand that. And then I would think I realized, I was like, mm, that's why. Because. Because I did that. Because I'm black. One day. Uh huh. See, the problem with me is, I think I really was a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was a little. Maybe. <laughs> a little much. Hmm. Did you, um, did girls try to play in your hair? Yes. Same. When I had my afro, and I used to wear it to, um, I remember in middle school, I had this mohawk, this braided mohawk. Oh, I remember And my hair would stick straight up. And all the girls in my class, they'd be like, oh my gosh, can I touch your hair? Why I'm like, like they've never seen why do you want to touch my hair? So they'd be like, oh, that's so cool. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, mm-hmm. still got your fingers in my hair. What are we doing? I don't know why that was made okay. I don't know why either. I... Cause you couldn't touch a white girl's hair. Well, that you would, that could, would be but weird. it was. It wasn't. The, it's not the same implication. That's though. what I'm saying. You couldn't. Well, hair is like so staple in the black community. Like it's like a. Yeah, it's a can't. crown. It's like different. And also, after you get it all quaffed and ready, you can't touch it after. <laughs> quaffed. Like you're supposed to. It's supposed to stay like that. Like because our hair doesn't stay straight all day. It changes. Like it gets frizzy. Like the humidity hits it. But they would just like stick their hands. Like, what in are you it. doing? And like that's just not acceptable. So. <laughs> The first one was in French school. The second one was um, when they would call me sassy or slash when they would play in my hair like in elementary school, when I went to an American school. And then when I went to, got, when I got to high school, um, like ninth grade, I was so used to being like one of like six black people in the whole class. And then when we got to ninth grade, because of sports, like football, basketball, a lot of people, a lot of new people come for ninth grade and on. Yeah. And there was a lot of black people. so many black people just out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. So I remember being like, and and also like I hate to, like I was a, cause I had lived in, cause we grew up in the Valley. Like we grew up in Chatsworth. Like I, I was like, 
very privileged. We went to Sierra Canyon. The kids that had just come to the school, they were coming from other places that weren't the Valley. They had just moved there. They hadn't been to a school with like, with, that was so small, number one, that had lots of resources, that had so much white people. So like they, I just think like the comparison between the two Black people also made me realize like I'm a different type of Black person. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like, that was bad in ninth grade. Yeah, because I think Black people that are a lot less privileged than us can also look at us and be like, you're not Black enough. Like, they would always tell me I wasn't Black enough. They would tell me I was whitewashed. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you start to believe it. But I'm like, I'm not whitewashed. I just went to school with only white people. It doesn't yeah. mean I don't love Black people. It's just like, I wasn't, I, I did, there was no one here for me to be like black with, but <laughs> once they came, I was ready to be black. Like I was so ready. I was so happy. Be black with. That was like, confusing though. Mm-hmm. It was so confusing to have your own people be like, yeah, you're not that. You're not enough. black enough. You're not, you, you don't have a struggle story. You're not, you know, you didn't make it out the mud. You didn't get out the dirt. So <laughs> you're out. Yo, <laughs> high school. I got sick of hearing that. I was so sick of hearing I it. I got too. it out the mud. Bye. Goodbye. Palmdale. Bye. Yeah, they were all from Palmdale. They were all from Palmdale talking about we from the dirt. They were really talking about Palmdale was like a third wheel or country or something. Like, <laughs> like it's Palmdale. Like, there's, I don't know. Like, literally. I was, I was a girl that was like, oh, she's ghetto. Yeah, mm. they would always call you ghetto. My hoops, my gloss, I was loud. She had them big hoops. I used to wear short dresses. Like, I'm a totally different person. But you now. know what's crazy? I thought about this the other day. Like, uh... That whole ghetto aesthetic with like the lips, like the gloss, the hoops, the long nails, like the whatever. Like that's an aesthetic from like the 90s and 80s that like is just a part of the culture. And Mm -hmm. then as time progressed, people like to shame that aesthetic on black people, but then they take parts of it and that becomes trendy and chic. So like even that word, I don't even resonate with because like that word is attached to an aesthetic that's a part of our culture. Mm-hmm. And then they shame us and then take it. So it was just such like a derogatory term. It's super derogatory. It was just like, oh, yeah, you're ghetto. Because it made it seem like, like it was something that had to do with like your personality or mental. Yeah. But it had everything to do with your appearance. It was weird. Mm-mm. It was strange. But I don't claim that energy. <laughs> and no white pe- person is going to tell me what's ghetto. Okay. Let me it was the black people telling me I was ghetto. Black people have so much internalized racism because society likes to tell you that those things are black. What's wrong with being black? One of the things I love about being black is that like we make everything cool. Yeah. Like we're just so cool. Everything. Mm -hmm. Like because one thing cultural appropriation did teach me is that everyone not everyone loves to steal because we have it. Like we have the sauce. Like we have the drip. Like we just we (laughs) made it. We created it. We have it. Like that, like that it thing, we have it. Mm-hmm. It's they're just mad. They're just, people are just upset. That's why I feel. <laughs> but I Which is why it. they make us feel bad for it. Stay mad. I love it. We have to throw up a fist on that one. Stay, Stay mad. mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a deeper question. I always ask people this. Do you identify more with being black or a woman first? It's a hard question. I ask people this all the time. Where did you even get that question from? I think Miss Queenie asked me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe black woman? No. You have to. <laughs> okay. No. I said what I said. 
black woman is where I start. No. And no. I say that because in the 70s when like the feminist movement was kind of bubbling, lots of black women had to choose because there was also we're also just kind of getting out of segregation like uh kind of the black power movement was really kicking up along with the feminist movement mm. so black women kind of had to choose whether they wanted to be black or whether they wanted to be a woman like there's, okay there's always a choice for there's always i'd some say black catch. i'd say black because mm-hmm. any other day it's another choice or it would have to be another choice yeah or it was another choice at one point in life like you had to choose being a woman over mm-hmm. you know what you really were because nobody would take you serious you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. okay well let me give you another one because <laughs> they had to most black women chose being black because their husbands and sons and brothers were being killed and kind of the feminist thing had to be put on pause which is more honestly which is more uh like that's more connection to who they are because they're women legislative rights rights as a woman like things like that so there's always kind of this conversation about how black women kind of take care of black men and they put themselves above like they put black men above themselves mm-hmm. almost every time and it comes from that moment in history so is it almost is it anti woman of you to choose to be black before you choose to be a woman or is it anti or is it internalized racism for you to choose to be a woman before choosing being black like, why does it have to be that complicated? I think it's just different times. Because that was more prominent back then mm-hmm. when it had to, when you had to make that choice. But I'm talking about now. You don't have the choice. Well, I mean, everyone's we're still getting killed. But like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to choose either one because we live in the day of age of like liberation. But like, <laughs> when you identify yourself, which one would you pick? I would be black. Me too. I just feel like there shouldn't <laughs> be like, there was a separation between black and woman back then feel like now that there's not doesn't have to be if you could choose being another race would you choose another race no me either no Mm -hmm. i like where i'm at like if one day i could just wake up and be like asian i couldn't like i just you know what i mean i think like all the work we've done yeah no i couldn't and for you to just deny your race i would say asian because i like their culture i like how they do things but it's black over everything. I like the Asian culture. Me too. I just like black people. I like to be around black people. I wanted to go to an HBCU like for a really long time. HBCUs. They're kind of cool. Yeah. I'm not going to an HBCU. I'm going to like the whitest school ever, but it's okay. HBCUs are fun. I just left Houston and I absolutely love it out there. Do you really? Yeah. I I love Houston. It's just like, it's a whole bunch of like your people. And everybody just understands. Everybody's on that understanding. Nobody's questioning why you look like that or what you got on. Or, but I feel like it's the level of understanding that I really love being around a whole bunch of my people. Because you don't have to explain a lot. It's you don't nice have not, to not to explain your experience. Yeah, or like overextend to it's be beautiful. accepted. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it cool. is nice. It felt really like everything felt fun and airy and yeah. light. You can versus relax. like, oh my god, I have to look this way or yeah. look that way. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you still want to go to school out there? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, but I do love the HBCU environment. Just maybe that's just black people. Maybe that's just a lot of black people in one space. Mm-hmm. But I don't know yet. What HBCU would you have gone to? I wanted to go to Howard. 
Howard's a good one. Mm-hmm. All um, the way over there? DC? Yeah, I like DC. I ain't never been. It's lovely. It's a lovely place. It is. It's great. People like it there. I feel like most people that go to Howard, though, they're like, oh, I can't stand it here. And then they leave yeah, and they're like, people... H-U? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I feel like that's so true, right? Like, people like that are in Howard. I know people right now that go to Howard and they're like, I can't stand it here. Give me out. And then they leave. They have so much pride. Yeah. Do you feel that you are young, gifted, and black? Yeah. I also don't like to say that because I feel like it's like a gas up type thing. Mm-hmm. You know but what I'm saying? But you can say it. I, I am. But everybody is too. Everybody has their gifts and their talents. Do you feel like you're? Oh, I definitely am. (laughs) (laughs) There's something about, you know what though? As black people, we have to work twice as hard. I feel like we didn't touch on that before. Mm -hmm. Like we have to work twice as hard when you're in like uh, spaces like you are, like where you're an entrepreneur, a business owner. I feel like you have to work twice as hard to prove yourself as like, Credible, mm-hmm. especially and, being young. Yeah, because everybody. I was talking about this to myself the other day. Everybody's always gonna look at me or people like me, like they don't know what they're doing. You know, they're first of all they're young, and then they're black, so they're gonna put like, okay, well she probably lacks this level of understanding, and that's not there. And there's you know, it's just a lot of things that go into being young, gifted, and black. You know, and having to work harder. That's already a thing, you know, mm-hmm. growing up in America. And you're a woman. This world is not made for black people. I don't know. But, you know, plus being a woman. She's <laughs> like, you have that. to work, huh? <laughs> Why'd you whisper? You don't even whisper. You like mumble. Like, we can you perfectly clear. Because I just have to mumble it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, having to work two times harder is just like. But I think that's why we have given. to create our own spaces. Oh. Destiny. 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 And purpose. Uh-huh. But one more thing is, I wish that we didn't focus so much on Black struggle when we talk about Blackness. Like, it's like I, the main point of conversation. Yeah. Like, that's I think that's why we have shows like this, where we can, like, have other Black people experience Black joy. Like, so much of what we see of, like, ourselves represented in media is, like, just constant struggle. Like, constant struggle, just constant anger, like, disarray. Like, that doesn't have to be what we see all the time. Mm -hmm. It can be a success story. It doesn't even have to be a struggle. It can be joyful. It can be happiness. And I feel like that's another thing as, like, Black entrepreneurs and, like, business owners is that we have to create spaces for Black joy. So that's it. And that's that. And that's that. Well, be black. Just be black, guys. <laughs> Just be black. <laughs> okay, so I'm <laughs> I'm lucky. I was about to say I'm Journey. I was like, come on, wait. Um, I was on the phone with the med and he called me Journey, like to my face. <laughs> he did. Like, we don't look alike. I don't think we look alike either. I have to say one more thing. So say it. I'm really sick of other people. <laughs> I'm really sick of other people getting me and lucky confused. Oh my gosh. I'm journey one. I mean, I'm cheese journey one day. I'm lucky. And I just feel like that's something that happens with black people. If we look the same, we're the same color. We're just going to be the same person. This and I think that's the, the change. Yeah. People only say that because we're black and that's it. But I remember one day we did go to school with the same exact outfit on. And that we were like, we don't look the same. That was embarrassing. Though. Everybody was like, 
journey. Like, I'm lucky. Like, I'm, you know, just, no, no. So, for the last time, I'm lucky. I'm journey. <laughs> <laughs>